All right, hello children. Weapon, welcome to another episode. I said weapon, and I don't mean that because I'm stoned, so y'all already know this is gonna be kind of goofy. But welcome to another episode of Lemon Squeeze. Today's episode is Lemon Cakes, just in time for the holidays. Happy holidays, children. We have a fun, fantastically packed episode for you, full of juice, full of tea, and full of sugar. I have my lovely co-host here with me today, Mysterio Casadine. Mysterio Casadine in the building. And lady, and my new co-host, Lady Camille Casadine Ninja. Hello, hello. And my lovely drag daughter, my guest host, Jasmine Casadine. Hi. It's a family affair over here, honey. You know, I believe in nepotism in the right way. <laughs> anyway, we got some nice tea, y'all. How y'all been doing? How's everything been going? so far this week uh it's been been pretty crazy over at uh paisley park working a lot but also trying to get some personal projects done mm -hmm. but um you know it's been really relaxing you've been busy over there because of the holidays right well well um actually it's our slow month so it's not as busy as it usually is so i get really small intimate groups now which is nice. always more fun because they ask different types of questions and i have more sort of uh personalized time mm -hmm. with them um but it's you know, it's different than when we have these large groups. The energy is very, very different. It's nice. Um, and I'm not going to lie. The tipping is cute. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time for Christmas. Mm, what about you, Mysterio? Um, uh, things are looking up. A lot of big changes coming very, very soon. Um otherwise just preparing for a show. I got a few things, a few parties to make appearances at. So that's it. Social for Christmas. Social for Christmas. And Jasmine? Um, this holiday season is about family. So uh, I'm spending a lot of time with people close to me. Mm -hmm. um, work has been good as well. Um, it's been like a shift for this past month with me. It was drag before and then now it's shifting to a different thing, my full-time job. And then I want to shift again back to the drag back to drag back to fashion specifically well at least you're stacking your coins on it it's gonna be easy transition that part all right speaking of transitions it's time for the tea jonathan majors has been in the press for quite some time as you know he has been going through a lot with his ex-girlfriend he was accused of beating her at um i think it was inside of a car mm -hmm. correct yeah um anyway his driver came out and spoke some truth and said she was lying honey what mm -hmm. you think what you got Mysterio? um well there has been a video released now he's a handsome person that, handsome oh, yeah i love jonathan there's been a video released now that uh kind of shows um a different take on what happened it would almost appear when you see the video that they had a little bit of a tussle but it seems like he was attempting to get away from her and she was like yeah that's what on. i saw in the video yeah that's what it looks like to me in the full video but uh, tmz posted the whole full video and from every camera angle and everything, it's pretty straightforward. Baby, TMZ be getting the tea, they honey. Get the tea. Yeah, they Before pay that MZ. They're definitely they paying somebody in government, honey. Oh, <laughs> but they posted the whole video. It shows her chasing him across half of New York or wherever they were, and and she even stopped and was asking for help. They were in New York, by the way. And yeah. it looked like 
she had stopped and asked someone to to get her phone because to me it looks like she was trying to take his phone and he's trying to snatch it and run away from her. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah. Oh wow. But then later when she's walking past, because he gets away from her at one point, he ends up running across the street and dipping around the corner, and she's just too slow to keep up with him. So she gets around the corner and he's gone. So it shows her talking to people and they're like pulling at her phone. You can't really hear what she's saying, but it looks like she's like, can you call someone? Can you help me? But I feel like if he took her phone and ran off, why didn't she just go back to the Uber or to the driver and be like, he took my phone? Well, so from what I uh, was watching earlier today, what the, from what the driver said is that he opened the door after they got into a bit of a tussle that the driver says it seemed like she physically assaulted him first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he, was, he told her to get out of the car. And she refused to get out of the car. And then the clip that you see next is, and this is what's being said, is like, if you were physically assaulted and harmed to the extent that you're describing, when you see that person, you wouldn't try to go and interact with them. And you she would was try able to protect call, yourself. She was able right? to also call the police, too, if she really Exactly. Did, was so there's a yeah. clip of her talking to two individuals in front of what looks like an apartment building or some sort of uh, building, mm -hmm. and he walks right past them and does not acknowledge them whatsoever. Like, he looks at them, but tries to continue walking, and she tries to interact with him, and he's, you know, brushes her off and says no, and continues walking. Each of these videos, she's the one pursuing him. Actually, it's this video right here. Mm -hmm. That's what I was saying. This video right here. He tries to get away from her. But from what the driver's testimony says was that she was demanding to see his phone. He refused to give her his phone. The driver said that because of how angry she seemed and what he was hearing in the back coming from her, the first thud that was described, he thought she had hit him. The oh, thud that yeah. she is saying is uh, when Jonathan Majors, uh, here he is, walking right past. Walking back. Because, you wouldn't because he was hoping her ass was gone by this point yeah but you wouldn't try to if he you were assaulted did. in the way that she's describing you would not try to seek out interaction with that person would you not am i crazy yeah i definitely would try to avoid that person if he was trying to and he looks like he's telling them telling her to leave him alone he's tired now because he can't get no car <laughs> his phone probably broke or dead <laughs> he had to come back oh that's what it was oh well yeah they, he was, i'm sure I think was... they rushed back because he got a call I'm sure it was that was the other thing i forgot about that there's the other news he found one of his ex-girlfriends upstairs i think it was his apartment she was like there at his what? house yeah she was found unresponsive oh wow recent i have two yeah huh. this this i don't think this is the same footage though i it, think this is still the footage so you know let's I make think sure we stay on that cause yeah I, you know i'm stoned out i was like what is this tea make no sure yeah we research things so we're not giving people false tea <laughs> um, right now but right now what we're looking at is the altercation between him and his ex-girlfriend that accused him of assault well the date the timestamp says 325 on both of those videos so i think it is the same day yeah mm. i think it is i wish him well though this seems like he's going through quite a bit mm-hmm um, oh yeah, this is the woman. This is where you said that yeah, they found her. They as found a, her unresponsive. I think that's why he came back to the car and oh. was like, "Come on, let's go," because he had got a call saying that she was. And he looked like he was in the same outfit that that's he was. What I'm saying he looked night. like he had just got home. Coat. Yeah, I think this is just sad. Like you, toxic relationships are definitely common nowadays, and people staying in them because maybe they feel like they can't find love or whatnot, but. I, I wish him well, you know, and I don't know much about her. I'm not going to call her a demon. Um, I wish her well also. Maybe she needs to get some mental health 
Because mm -hmm. sister clearly got problems, but she one thing she does not look is a battered woman. No, no, she doesn't. She does she not. Like she was chasing that man. Yeah, she clearly looked like she was chasing him. Well, Jonathan, I wish you luck. This is juicy. Make sure y'all go on. Uh, I think TMZ has a YouTube site if you want to check it out. They got some good ass footage. <laughs> Are they paying somebody, baby? This footage is great. I genuinely hope all this works out amicably for everybody. I do. Yeah. I hope this works out. All righty. Our next topic is sexy red. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh now, my. I'm going to tell you something. I'm not a black woman. Obviously, I may look like one, but I'm not. I'm a black drag queen that looks <laughs> like a woman sometimes. But um, sexy red, I mean, I listened to her new song, and I'm telling you, Pound Town was kind of catchy. It was fun. It made me want to bounce in this club, but this new song makes me want to hide my face. Camille, like, I'm just, she, she to me, she just, like, doesn't no, do anything for the, for the rap community. I'm just being real. I think as a rap artist or whatever you want to call her, if you're talking about someone making money off of uh black people's what would you call it? Um, this is I wouldn't call her a rap artist. A rapper, yeah. Yeah. Tupac is a rap artist. Yeah. Nicki is a rap artist. Cardi is a rap artist. Like those are rap artists because the 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 purpose of rap, at least for me, is that there there's wordsmith. It's basically it's it's like not a modern Shakespeare, but akin to it, like the black Shakespeare. She's a rapper. Anyone can rap. Mm -hmm. anyone can rap mm -hmm. not everyone deserves the spotlight and I, you know i said this la the last episode with drag everyone can dabble in it but not everyone deserves to get the attention and entertainment value for it but she mm -hmm. released a new song and i know some of the lyrics were talking about wanting her inga to get out of jail so mm -hmm. that she can so he can terrorize the town and shoot up the club mm -hmm. and she wanted i mean it's just pure <laughs> even the video just screams ratchet well mother if white people are profiting off of these black stereotypes you know there are definitely some folks in our community who are like why shouldn't i profit out of off of them go ahead and do your thing well, who do you think is sitting at the top of their record company exactly exactly it's do your thing dude. Not, make sure you're doing your research yeah it's definitely not one of us hunty this is trash to me mm -hmm. and i don't think she's an ugly woman i think she's a beautiful woman mm -hmm. but her education level is probably a, a, at least a sixth grade because how she talks is just See, this, out of this world. I'm and no shade to her, but I've heard her talk and they try to interview her. It's tough. Well, see, the thing is, is like, for example, watching this, I'm like, I'm 100% here for you know, a free free black folks, but make sure you're talking about how the justice system is uh, 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 disrespectful to the black community, how the justice system is uh, um, oppressive of the black community. Don't just say like free Maega just because like you know he he's in jail. Like so he why? go out to the club and terrorize and shoot up the club. And... Yeah, why not use it to tell a story about why the justice system does not work at all in the favor of black people? She why use uplift these stereotypes? Yeah, she definitely could use her black her platform. Mm -hmm better and that girl's ass did not look good huh? oh my goodness see that's what i'm saying like they need that... to start betting booties before they let them shake oh publicly because no. that booty did not look good we that thing be body shaming it looked like some warm biscuits <laughs> <laughs> uncooked biscuits. undercooked Grants. undercooked biscuits no um oh jesus like, look at this y'all like the video for me would be more would be funnier and more ironic if she did have good lyrics that would yeah actually had some weight and levity to it mm -hmm. and then still had the ratchet video going on in the background because i love what you said about 
how she easily could have turned this into about you know the prison system in general mm -hmm. being locked up too long for minor crimes and and you know basically terrorizing black people and Americans. I mean, but this is horrible. And I mean, you know, I would never blame an artist for choosing whatever direction they think they want to go in. Mm -hmm. No, but, but my thing is that, like, what know? kind of long, see, when, when I think of being an artist, I think of like endorsement deals, possible Barbie dolls. I'm talking about Beyonce Taylor Swift status yeah. immediately. Why get in the music industry and have a moment? Because let's just keep it real. This is a moment, a blip in time. Mm -hmm. When so a new ratchet artist comes out with a little more class, we will forget about her quickly. No, and that's the issue that we're in a we're in an era no, where they just dropped. No, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in an era of instant gratification, and everyone, you know, I don't know if you remember this conversation about everyone receiving participation trophies. Like that is where we are, where it's like you tell someone, yes, you can be anything you want, but you don't give them the guidance to actually achieve that in a productive manner a lot of people aren't looking long term like you are yeah. whereas like in you know four or five years i remember when you adopted me and you're talking about this podcast yeah like that was like four or five years ago right you've never once dropped off of it but not everyone's thinking in that mind they'll be like yeah i want to do that in a few years but then they're like no i want to do it now so they're finding the quickest way for sensationalism for you know likes and whatnot and that's what i think for me is the difference between a true artist and like a, a hobbyist, you know and what I mean? Keep in mind, she's a young woman. So I get, I think at this age, she should be, you know, allowed to make, these, to make yeah. herself look like a fool. But like, can you imagine her rapping this at 50, 60 years old? I'm sure there's someone that would With try. With baggy titties and everything, like, you know. If, <laughs> and who knows, honestly, in 30 years, whether she do well out, in 30 years, and we want to throw a throwback party. I'm getting sexy red. And she's going to show up. Eric will be like, oh, I remember her. Yeah, I remember her. I will pass on that. I'm waiting. Mother <laughs> Eric will be like, out that dough, honey. I'm I waiting for her. that sexy red XXL hosted by <laughs> Sasha Cassidyne and sexy red. I will, I will not be attending. That day I will be sick. I'm telling you ahead of time. <laughs> and I can guarantee you Chad does not have this chick on his radar. Oh, radio. very. Pound Town. I like the Pound Town I song. I finally who reminds me of. Who? Charlie Baltimore. Remember Charlie Baltimore? Yeah, I remember was Charlie red. Baltimore. Everything was red about Charlie yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, I remember. Period. But you know, a lot of these rap artists, to me, are rinse and repeat. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I love me some Nicki Minaj, but Nicki Minaj is a rinse and repeat of Little Kim. Mm, you know, and Little Kim, you know, Nicki Minaj, and then you got Cardi B who comes behind Nicki Minaj. The only thing with Cardi B is her Latin S fabulousness separates her from the pack it just does i will give her that you know what i'm looking for though where's the rinse and repeat a queen latifah oh i know uh someone who gives us some content like that i'm I, I miss the rappers who actually talked about something yeah who use their platform like you said to educate instead of uh perpetuate or perpetuate because mm -hmm. she is like sexy red i'm sorry i wish you well good job make your money but just Know that you will not be able to rap this at the age of 50, 60. It won't no. be hot. And she about to have a child. Interesting. Mm. Okay, so yes, she did she look is. pregnant in those videos. Yeah, she was very pregnant. pregnant. And you know what? I have no problem with pregnancy because Cardi B did a, uh, she did a Coachella. And mm -hmm. she was pregnant as hell and turning it out. So no shade to a pregnant woman getting her coins. I was just going to yeah. say. Get you, your coins, girl. 
she showed that belly because she like, listen, I don't care what nobody got to say. I'm getting a check and I'm writing foolishness to a hot beat and you either going to bang or you not going to bang. Guys, but she I'm would like, drop off. She would drop off. Oh, like, yeah. She doesn't have. Yeah. This is, I'm sorry. The the people who like celebrate Sexy Red, and I'm not going to say all people because some of her, again, her club music is banging. I love Pound Town. I admit that I shake my ass <laughs> to it. Not as good as I used to because I'm in my 40s, but I still can bounce it. Mm -hmm. But it's fun. It's fun. I just think that she should focus on making fun music if she wants some longevity versus Free My, you know. Yeah. That song ain't hot. That's trash. Trash, trash, trash. Speaking of trash, Offset, I love you, but you cheated on my girl Cardi mm -hmm. B for like mm -hmm. the third or fourth the fifth time. Um, apparently Cardi B and Offset have officially called it quits. They're still married. No, there's no uh, talks about them being divorced yet. I'm sure that is to come. But apparently Cardi B said they have been separated for a very long time. She got onto her social media platform and just well, spoke the truth. For the sake of the next topic, um, it wasn't a very long time. I feel like two months is not a long time to have been separated from someone. Whatever you do in that time, I'm saying, is not my business. But I feel like we still broke up. We was just booze two months ago. I feel like that. Yeah, they celebrated a lot of stuff with, and with their kids' birthdays married. and everything. Yeah. I feel like even if they weren't married, that's how I would feel. I feel like two months ain't a long time. I think that they've been with each other so long and they got together so young. That, you know, now that Cardi B, because women tend to mature faster than men. And I think that she just matured in ways that he wasn't ready to mature from. Like, I get it. You're a celebrity like he is. Offset. Women throw themselves at his feet all the time. You know, I think he said allegedly Cardi B also cheated. No one knows. They were young and, mm -hmm. and, and their relationship was full of a lot anyway. They both rapped about tossing up people together like True. girls together so like who knows with those two mm -hmm. i i wish them well i i just can really see from cardi b's live that she was like over it yeah she's been through it already with him a few times yeah. and allegedly yeah. apparently allegedly she had sex with uh christian rock from baddies <laughs> yeah i know i was like wow why offset why her <laughs> You can see that Cardi got a lot of work done. No shade, Cardi. I love you, but she got a lot of work done. You a mess. She, she got a lot of work done in that face. I I guess no shade. My thing is, I feel like my question is just why her, why Krishan? Well, we don't know yet, but they say that her uh, ex Krishan's ex boyfriend, Blueface, said he got receipts. So Blueface had he did a lot recently, but. You know, him and Krishan, first of all, is always having issues, and he's done this before. He's been wrong and called out her messing around with other celebrity men or whatever, right. and it was right. wrong. Mm -hmm. But now, I personally feel like, because a lot of people online feel like he's lying. It's like, he lied before, he's a oh, liar. Yeah. This is what he does. Blueface is a clout chaser, honey. They literally called him the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. But I feel like in this instance, it's hard to believe him, but... I do believe him because we have been seeing you together. You both were at that party alone. You know what I mean? Like, oh. I'm not saying you did it. I'm just saying it sure looks like you did. Well, Chris Sean is... They well, said, so well, yeah, that's that's, a, allegedly that allegedly, Chris, Sean, Chris Sean's baby is supposed to be offset. I don't, I don't want to say, yeah. you know, just bad stuff about Chris Sean, but I don't feel like that's his baby. I feel like it's not Blueface's baby. But I also don't feel like it's Offset's baby. What I time like will tell? 
could be another person that it could be. They were just I, such a beautiful couple. I just hate to see them like separate. I honestly hope that they can be an example for a lot of people on how to work through your issues and get through it because for they seem like they have a pretty good marriage and that's even from their camps they like pretty much get along they're like best friends but i do think cardi's grown up in a way where she's like okay it was fun while it was fun but no i want to be a wife and you will got to be a husband or this is not enough of me anymore yeah maybe a kid will do that to you okay. yeah kids Again. will do a that to you do yeah definitely make you mature and grow up yeah they have, uh, they have a, a culture and um, what's the other baby's name? I forgot the other kid's name. Yeah, they have another child. I think they have a total no, of two right now. She says she wants a huge family, though. She was, she don't Only in a culture because she references her and her son. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really get the other. Oh, culture and Kiari. Kiari's. Oh, and he has a son. Okay. Kiari Cephas. Yeah, that's going to be cool. They I can't wait he... to see. Them parent their children together. And Wave said, I actually love that. Oh, that's Culture cool. Kiara Cephas and Wave said, That's cool. I love that. that is cool. Well, I hope, oh, I, I wish them well. I hope they work through their issues because I know relationships. I love it. <laughs> I didn't know her kid's name. I just, I. Probably offsets government names. I used to wear Wave sets way back in the day. Yeah, I wish them well. I totally wish them well. I know how relationships can be really difficult. You know, I was in a long, semi-toxic relationship for a long time with a person who was genuinely good, but I didn't, you know, realize that some people just got issues. Maybe Offset can't mm -hmm. keep his dingling to itself. Okay, you know? so I didn't want to be the one to bring that up, but I'm just saying, in his defense, what if he does have some sort of sexual addiction? Sometimes oh, that stuff goes undiagnosed. That's for a true. Long time. Now that's true. Didn't James Franco admit that he was like, I did a lot in my career and he was like most of it was yeah, because he did. of sex addiction i finally had to come to terms with being a sex addict i'm well, not saying he is he might just be a serial he, cheater he yeah. might just not, not care but he may also have a sex addiction. i know halle berry's ex-husband also uh, said he had a sex uh -huh. addiction that went to school we went to therapy for it and everything mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it could be a thing yeah. like it could definitely be a thing but apparently Cardi B says she's had she's done quite it. enough. Yeah, you know? and I don't blame her at all, regardless. And if he does have sex addiction, you need to go get that figured out if you want to stay married with me. Yeah. Okay, for real. Yeah, because we ain't doing that. Y'all, I am also so happy to talk about uh, The Color Purple, mm. the musical. So happy. I mean, it's been a long time coming the last time I've seen The Color Purple because I didn't get the pleasure of seeing the one that was in Broadway and it came here a few times. But um, I saw it on TV with Whoopi Goldberg, and I, I've always been in love with The Color Purple. I mean, as a kid, I didn't quite get it because I was a little younger when it came out. But now, like, watching it again, it's beautiful, and I'm so excited for the musical because I think this is the perfect movie that needs to move forward into, like, the newer generation. Mm -hmm. They need to see that this is beautiful. And the cast is absolutely amazing. Camille, I can see you like doing something like this eventually. Oh my goodness, I would love to. I got introduced to the color purple when um, Danielle Brooks, who is in the film version, and Cynthia Revo mm -hmm. was playing. I think she was playing Celie. Um, and she has that song, uh, "I'm Here." Oh my, so beautiful, Lord. yeah. Oh my God, that song's so beautiful. So I'm excited to see Miss fantasia he also fantasia got this it. thing it um in the broadway yeah because there was like two runs there was one the most recent one that this one 
uh, aesthetically is based off of. Mm-hmm. And then the run right before that, I believe, was the one Fantasia did. Oh, so good. I'm excited to see this. Because with the type of cinematography we have now in comparison to the original uh, Color Purple, oh, there's just so much that they can do. It already looks visually stunning. Now, is this Tyler Perry and Oprah Winfrey produced? No, it's Oprah and... um. Oh, it's, I believe it's some of the original members from the first cast. Oh, that's brilliant. I think the one thing I would have loved to have seen was uh, Whoopi Goldberg make it like a little cameo. And who knows? We haven't seen it yet. She may make it. Okay, so the producers are Oprah Winfrey, Steven Spielberg, Quincy Jones, Kathleen Kennedy, and oh, Frank Marshall. Oh, amazing. So Quincy Jones, we know, got the music on lock. And Oprah's done it. Steven Spielberg <laughs> is also a part of the first visual. one. Yeah, yeah. Yes. This is going to be amazing. We got Taraji P um, playing Sugar Avery, Fantasia Marino playing Celie, Danielle Brooks, Sophia. I can't wait for that. If you don't know who Danielle Brooks is, mm-hmm. he was on uh, Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Tasty. Oh, her. Oh, and then we got Carmen, uh Domingo, Mister. He was also on uh, Fear of the Walking Man. Dead. He's a good. He's, also, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's uh, stuff. he's Rue's uh, uh, counselor in um. Euphoria. Oh, Euphoria. Uh, he also he's, so he's a playwright and he's oh, an beautiful. amazing playwright. Absolutely I did not stunning. Know that. Yes. Yeah, he's amazing. He also was in um uh Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Black Bottom. Yes. Which that was such a good movie. Like he's been in this guy has like been everywhere. Let's see who else we got in here. We got her, beautiful, Haley Bailey. This is a, like an amazing cast. This movie premieres. Okay, I didn't know Tamla Man was um, I think Christmas Day. Coming out Christmas Day. What a wonderful movie to sit with your family and watch this on Christmas Day. Oprah's so smart to release it then because what we what we gonna be doing? We're gonna yeah. be sitting at home. Can I just say it's just absolutely hilarious to see what movies come out on Christmas Day because a few years ago Django came out on Christmas. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I remember my whole family had Christmas Django. dinner and said, Oh, we're going to the movies to go watch Django, not knowing what it was, and so yeah. my like nine year old sister came with Oh my God! I'm sure she learned a lot. <laughs> it was very wild, and then to have the color purple come out on Christmas Day—two very different. This things. is a little more wholesome, though. <laughs> yeah. Two very different things. I can't wait. This is going to be good. Um, and there is also a book, uh, the color purple. Yeah, it's actually uh, mandatory in a lot of high schools I know back in Illinois as mandatory reading. Same as like uh, Huckleberry Finn or you know uh, some of those. Uh, yeah, mandatory color purple. But I remember there was a big controversy for a while about whether or not it was appropriate to be um, elementary and or junior high reading. Oh, it, oh. That, but that was a few years ago. I mean, I mean, the book can be a little, you know, it, it is a lot. To it's take. a lot to take in. Yeah. From abuse, from uh, sexual abuse, from all different sides. Yeah. Of but it also just really exposes like what slavery did to the black society. Mm-hmm. And it's still it repeats itself now to this day. I don't think we will ever get away from the scarring of slavery. I think we can move past it, which yes. I pray that as black people, we do eventually move past the sorrow of it because it's done. Like we have to rebuild our race in a way where we are proud of being out of those shackles. We have to start creating things and opportunities mm-hmm. for each other. Like our ancestors did. Like we just have to move past slavery Mm -hmm. they ain't gonna give us reparations like that ain't gonna happen even though we damn sure deserve it you know they always say well how do you prove like that you know you're a descendant of a slave my last name i can assure you was not mason (laughs) (laughs) 
And first. Masons, what Mason stands for, what carpenters and builders, like yeah, yeah because back then last names were associated to someone's uh, 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 occupation. Occupation, yeah, yeah. Where your last yeah. name came from traditionally. Traditionally, so like I just think color purple just shines a light in a in a beautiful way on just the the, the scarring of slavery from a female's perspective. But also the resiliency of not just the black spirit, but specifically with the color purple, black women. Yes. I think this gives a great foundation yes. as to why black culture is predominantly a matriarchal society. Yes. The resilience and strength of black women is why blackness is able to survive today. Oh Let's yeah. Let's just be point blank and serious. Yeah. It's done a lot for politics. I mean, mm -hmm. everything. But, like, make sure y'all check this movie out. It comes out Christmas Day. I'm definitely looking forward to sitting and watching it. Now it is time for some fun, baby. The Squid Games. I'm telling you, I tried to avoid this show like the plague. What? It's on Netflix. It's Yay. actually 100% interesting. Yeah, I have to watch it in doses. It's so good. But it is so freaking good and i'm telling you i would totally play a game like this jasmine would you play something like i would uh, i would uh, um so comparing the competition to this show like it follows the format uh-huh but we get to see it from a different point of view yeah um they're not actually dying they're so actually people dying. know that <laughs> but the paint i'm, I'm not gonna lie the paint really get into it like they're yeah. gonna like this is like their final chance of survival some people do look at it that way. What was it? Forty six something million dollars? Forty five? Four point five. Four point five, and it will after taxes two point eight. Wow, half of that. <laughs> after Uncle Sam gets his cut to send to Ukraine or Israel. <laughs> oh. Just keeping it real on this podcast, honey. Mm -hmm. It's the truth. Um, but uh, my, I forget her last name. The lady that I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. After I think the sixth episode, I was like, she's so quiet. She might be the winner. And then, and then somebody spoiled it for me and I saw a picture of it and I took a picture so I can show them later. They didn't want to be spoiled, so I didn't spoil it. It's but um, th they, the reason why she even got brought up because she said that she didn't receive her money. But I dug uh -huh. deeper. She said that she didn't receive her money because she did not want to bring attention to herself. She was like, I just wanted mm -hmm. to be off of the show. I didn't want people asking me for no coin, nothing. I just wanted to keep it on a low low. Oh. But she played this game well. This was a good show. Uh, I will say, even though their lives weren't truly on the line, I feel like it definitely showed a lot of people's true inner selves. Oh, goodness, yeah. Some of the tests, first of all, the tests were genius. They were all genius. They were just great. Or like moments where they were like, oh, you be the captain, you be the captain. And it was always some it was really good twist. With yeah. It, in the end, when it started to tick down, everyone's like, oh, let's trust each other in Kumbaya, and I love Honey. you. And then as soon as the game starts, like, oh, mm, I think I'm going to make We cool, but. <laughs> we cool, but I think I'm going to take you out now, so. Ooh, that uh, box game, I don't know how far y'all oh, made it, but that box game is quite interesting. Oh, is this because I know trust. I know that they created a few new games for the yes. purpose of this show. The yes. battleship one, brilliant. That was brilliant. Absolutely I would play that at brilliant. Play that, that was at so good. Um, I haven't finished it, but I'm not a spoiler person, so it doesn't bother me at all. But I've been playing this <laughs> Fortnite Squid Games. What they have a version? Yes. Oh, cool. So like, so and they also changed things too. So like, the cookie was the same in the series versus the challenge. In Fortnite Squid Games, you don't 
cut trace a cookie and cut it out you have to walk a tightrope in the shape of a cookie yeah. oh. and if you fall off the edge you fall all the way to the bottom and have to start from the beginning again yeah. that's cool it's it's like really good i tell you my blood pressure is high but can i just really say I this was short i think that's what was wrong with the fortnite game it's really short i think it was short i think that's why i didn't play it or maybe i didn't go far enough i don't remember mm. but yeah i did see that it dennis funny. got me into it this is actually quite entertaining, this Squid Games. I honestly think that, like, the Mall of America, if you're listening, should make, like, oh, my Squid goodness. Games. It would go over so well. Let's edit and that out. And have the piggy bank right in the rotunda. <laughs> I know. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? Put that, that piggy bank right there. And I if you, like, lame. win, maybe after a year of competing or whatnot, somebody get the prize. Or, like, it would be amazing. Let's name it. Let's claim it the Cassadine Squid Game. Oh, I know, right? The Cassadine <laughs> yes. Squid Game's coming to you soon. No, no, we haven't developed it yet, y'all. <laughs> but this is fun. I was also telling them last night, you know what but would be another fun TV show? A Saw TV show. <gasps> yeah, you yeah. can say that. Oh, like a I Saw think game be would be ba so much That fun. basically would be like bringing back Fear Factor, if we're going to be oh, honest. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you want to be honest, Fear Factor. Fear Factor. Just some really questionable things. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why, that's why I said it's <laughs> almost like bringing back Fear Factor. <laughs> but at the same time, I think that, would probably sell very well. Yeah. It'll be like the Drag Race Dragula of competition. Yeah. Of like those competition shows. I would totally play a Saw game. Oh, I that'd be wild. Would be, I like the intensity. I like the nerves. Mm -hmm. Give it all to me. Anyway, check out Squid Games on Netflix. It's so much fun. Good job, my, uh, my I want some, I wish he could loan me a few. I, you know what? I told them to, I said, what if like you cut deals with somebody uh, like towards the end, be like, "Hey, I give you a million dollars to throw the game." That's some shit I would have done. Quick, I'd be like, "Boo, let me tell you something. I would give you a million dollars to just lose, and then find out you only get like two point eight million. Oh, it's held up I'd in the bank. Like, it's held up in the bank. I'd be, like, I'd be like, just like they said, no. You like, I want it all. I'm getting everything. You saw that one boy send that girl home. They were playing a game together, and they both only got like one marble each. Into the because they I were doing the marble game, and so each person uh -huh, picked their way to play, and they both got like one. And she was like, "Well, since I got it first, I could be the winner." He's like, "No." He's like, "I got one in there too." So instead of letting one of the her win, he decided that they both would go home. Shay D. I mean, thought that was. But how is that any different than the homeboy when they were doing the cookies who wanted the one cookie and was just like, I'm not going to go to a wall and let them all get eliminated? They were doing that at the top of the show. Oh, oh see, yeah. I must have I, I think that. so. I think the thing is, like, at the end of it, obviously, there's more trust that's built. So that mm -hmm. breaking of trust is more, is like larger. Yeah, but that was else, cool. Oh, good. That glass bridge was, that was cool. Wild. I want to play that. That's why I said, Mall of America. If you ever listen, please give us a give us a Squid Game attraction. I would mm -hmm. totally come up there and play. I would advertise it. That glass yes. bridge was intense. Girl. That was like one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. And how far do y'all think they actually dropped? That was crazy. <laughs> I'm thinking they finna like. <laughs> you don't think it? No, it seemed like that was far, honey. It was. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what I was. Well, at say. least that fall was like it, that was a good fall, though. It was. You think it, it was like it some mirrors there to make it look like deeper? They were falling a lot farther. They were falling further. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was it. That was intense. I uh -huh. love it. Congratulations, my, mm -hmm. on winning four point five six million dollars. That will be two point eight million after Uncle Sam's gets his cut. 
But you did it, girl. You won all that money. We did it, Joe. Netflix can fork that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know they got them coins, honey. Guess Good job, Diva. And she looks up. amazing, by the way. Mm -hmm. Squid Games made her look rough. <laughs> well, they did. Everybody looked rough on Squid Games. That's, well, yeah. That was something else I liked. I well, liked looking at them at their worst inside after a few days being in there and after a few games and challenges. And then they showed their confessionals or whatever. And they're all beat, you know, just makeup and their It's looking great. It's like, oh, you look presentable. Look at you. Mm -hmm. okay. a, a lot of them actually look really great. When I live for the show. They are already auditioning for season two. So if you're I interested, I will be listening. signing up for that. Yeah, definitely sign up for it. It's going to be a, that's going to be a good time. I won't be signing up because I want to keep get, making my book. It's honey. I live. Yeah, not, not this gal. Not this gal. Some of that. That ham, baby. No, I'm good. That you just want to be on there with them boys, honey. Oh my uh, god! Let's not talk about the boys on there. That's I would all. be right on there. Uh, let's let's say this: if I was there, I'd be getting all the votes. Okay. Oh my god. Team <laughs> captain, everything. Baby, if I was there, I'd be the ballot box. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just getting stuff. stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Next thing on the agenda: stuff. Drag race stuff that is. I'm not going to lie to you. It's my, my I I like lost. I stopped watching the show after a while. But like this new season sixteen, um, I saw some of the interest looks. I was like, mm, don't think I'm gonna watch. And then they released this official trailer, and I'm like, wait a minute. Some of this fashion look nice on here, and RuPaul is looking extra boo. What y'all mm -hmm. think about the uh, season sixteen? I'm split. I was watching the uh, the Meet the Queens or like the sort of like premiere. Mm -hmm. I was bored. I'm not gonna lie. I was bored. No, I was. And but the thing is, is like I have said that about previous seasons, just from because like it could be completely how it's produced and how it's edited that makes it look boring. Mm -hmm. And they're all very mm -hmm. exciting. So I am still gonna watch it. You know, there's some queens on here. I'm I'm excited to see. Uh, but I just feel like whoever's making these like Meet the queen's things we need to figure some out because they're these last few seasons have come off boring uh -huh. but then they've turned out to be pretty entertaining you know nothing like the original drag race era but you know well there's always already scandal with this new season yeah, yeah. oh yeah um, what's her name miss plain jane miss has plain been jane. accused of sexually assaulting a patron during a show and it also turns out that one of the folks that uh is that did co-sign this uh allegation is jk from dragula this most recent yes uh they posted a tweet i believe that explained that uh plain jane was doing a show that they were at and they uh plain jane like oh like grabbed her friend's pants and stuck her hand down this person's pants during the performance uh, i have not seen a video or clip of it but that is the current uh, allegations against Miss Plain Jane. Uh, Where's the consent? You you know uh, you know it's. I'm not gonna say it's a tricky situation because it's uh, it, it's really not. Either you did it or you didn't, and you should own up to it. Yeah. At the same time, we have also witnessed so many people falsely accuse someone of assaulting them or sexually assaulting them, and it turns out to not be true. You know, so I'm not saying it's mm -hmm. this situation is tricky because we don't have all the information. So I can't speak to still it. learning stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't speak so to it. Not. I'm speaking in general. In that mm -hmm. the reason it's such a double-edged sword is because we have come across these cases where people have been lied on, but now their careers are ruined. Yeah. 
That you know? is true. Mm-hmm. And like canceled immediately. And I will say this. When it comes to the drag scene, I, as a host, have seen like entertainers to me go a little far when it comes to like touching guests or like getting on laps, kissing mm-hmm. people without their permission. And it's like, as entertainers, we don't want to be touched without consent. So why do we do it to other performers? Exactly. Why do we do it to our guests? And I don't, I don't think that she was trying to sexually assault anyone if she did do what she allegedly is being accused of. But like she definitely, I could see uh, entertainers crossing mm-hmm. the boundaries of its guests sometimes. No doubt. And I think that's something we can learn from all of this is maybe we should, as a performance, and I'm not going to say we because we don't do that. I don't yeah. even like, I'm not finna grope your ass at my show, honey. What the no. hell? I want your tip. And I'm going to thank you for it, but I'm not going to put my hands on your stuff. I'm not going to take your hands and put it on nobody else's stuff. Who does that? I think that's just something that unentertainer, unentertaining entertainers like to do. Yeah. Instead of performing, they suggestively grope themselves or flash you or to me, just it's just not hot anymore. Mm-hmm. Learn your lyrics. Learn how to perform and keep your hands to yourself. That part. Plain Jane, if you if you did this, yeah. then just apologize. Like you said, face the issue. Don't avoid it. Yeah. You know, and fix it because, you know, I know this will probably cost her some bookings. I know. I mean, it already has from what I've been. Yeah, around it, it definitely. I know for a fact some of them have already been taken, already uh, been taken a few losses from this mm-hmm. allegation. Dang. I'm looking forward to seeing some of the other young ladies on oh, here, yes. though. I see there's a lot of fabulous makeup right here. But on them right when they did those entrances, baby, some of y'all did not look like these. Exactly. Ooh, I'm gonna tell you, them entrances, see, that's the thing about photoshopping and iPhones. Mm. <laughs> it will fool anyone, but some of these chicks did not look this good walking through that door. No, yeah. I'm excited to see a lot of them. Tsunami, that uh, candy's daughter. Oh, really? Um, yeah, Mirage is the one in the top right with the blonde hair, blue eyes. Mirage is oh so goofy, so silly, very entertaining, mm-hmm. sweetheart. Also looks very gorgeous out of drag, mother. Oh, I can't. Oh, see. very gorgeous. Yeah, but I'm also excited about Don, this one with the half Trixie eye. Mm-hmm. Uh half she's She's definitely one of my front runners. She looks like she could take it. Her and uh, where's my little age? Nymphia, Nymphia Wynn. That's our that's our that's our lovely little bananas. Well, can I just yeah, say like I would love it for them to like I I'm no shade to the New York entertainers and the West Coast entertainers and but oh. Midwest is just being overlooked, honey. Oh yes, like Chicago and Minneapolis, and not just because I'm rapping Minneapolis, but I'm just telling the truth. We have some amazing performers mm-hmm. in both of these states that just get totally overlooked. Now, whether they're like, okay, we've been going 16 seasons and we want to save the juiciest of the of the lemons for the last few seasons, I get it. Because when you pick out of this the, a group of entertainers from these two states, you're going to get a lot of talent and a lot mm-hmm. of personality, and that's guaranteed. I mean, I love to see any entertainer in our industry being able to do what they do and make money from it. So I'm proud of them. Good job, ladies. Yeah. But uh, if you're listening, RuPaul's Drag Race, pick some more entertainers. We are tired of seeing New York and West Coast gals because y'all pick a lot of these performers that look good, but they can't sell nothing on stage, honey. Mm-hmm. It's like watching dust roll around in sand. Well, to be com- nobody want to do that. To be completely fair, Q is a Kansas City girl. Oh, 
okay. Yeah, Q. Uh, Q. So Q is another one that has a uh, Dragula relation. Um, Cynthia Dahl from this current season of Dragula is, uh, I believe, their house sisters from oh, the House of Couture cool. down in Kansas City. And I'm sorry, right here in this picture, Plain Jane is just snatched. She just, she kind of gives me a little Brooklyn right here on this. Doesn't she? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. She does. She is snatched. And Megami gives me a little Priscilla. You see. Megami, yeah. where are you at? Does she thing? give me a little. Oh, like, yeah. Priscilla. The brows. If well, Carino, a little mix of Carino, if they had like a love child. Yeah, if Carino yeah. and Priscilla had a kid <laughs> together, it would be Megami. I swear. Yeah, it's like perfect. Uh, but I'm looking forward to watching this season. I'm going to open my mm. heart to season 16 and give it a shot. And you should too. Baby, that Megami uh, bang is giving stardust. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> now, my lovely lemon heads, that's what I'm definitely calling my listeners from here going forward. I have a little message from our first sponsor. Are you interested in achieving new fitness goals in a fun, inclusive, and queer-owned space? Well, come visit North Strong Gym on Central Avenue in Northeast Minneapolis. This community-focused fitness space provides the most approachable and inclusive CrossFit, lifting, and mobility classes in the Twin Cities. CrossFit may seem scary or unapproachable, but North Strong has scaled workouts for truly every level of athlete. Whether you're looking to get swole or just need to stay active enough to lift your grandkids without getting hurt, diversity and inclusivity is a key pillar of the North Strong business model, and for us, that means anyone. No matter who you are, what your fitness experience or goals are, there is a place for you here. Owned by local drag queen Dacry Defile, find North Strong on Instagram at NorthStrongMPLS or their website, CrossFitNordEast.com. Check it out now and get 20% off the first month or ramp training sessions for listeners of the Lemon Squeeze podcast. All right, my lemon heads, make sure you like, comment, and follow lemon squeeze that is like comment and follow the lemon squeeze we appreciate all of the love and all of the support and make sure you check out our sponsor they're absolutely marvelous i definitely will be working out with them soon all right we're going to continue this podcast and go right up into the on the sour part of the show mm -hmm. i hate i'm not gonna lie to you talking politics but i feel like we have to do mm -hmm. it because now we're coming up on this election soon and we have to make proper choices but i'm spanking both sides today mm -hmm. republicans and democrats i think the way politics are going now and we'll be able to watch all of these um these uh, congress uh hearings and all of these different things that we're able to visually see on youtube i don't think they're the government is doing us a service as a people as a whole i think you know republicans are republicans and the one thing that i can give them is that they've always been on message as negative as it is they've always been on message and then we have the democrats who don't know how to tell you what they've accomplished and what they've done i mean what do you think, Jasmine? Do you think that as a whole, the government is doing a good job? Because I, I don't, at this point, honestly, with this new election coming up, it's just sad that we only have Trump and Joe Biden to vote for. Um, I have to be honest, I haven't been following politics lately. That's understandable. Um, I really haven't. What do you feel as a person? Do you feel like, you know, you are you happy with your country right now? Are you living in a country that you can go to, uh, let's say, uh, 
Japan and be like, hey, I am a proud American. I love being in this country. They do everything for me. Like, can you go and say that? Like, I cannot now. No. Mm -hmm. um, I think now we're in a, a point of rebuilding. Mm -hmm. We've br broken down um, walls that have been built up through... Uh, like oppression? Yeah, oppression. Yeah, like oppression. Yeah, okay. uh, I, uh, I get it. Uh, uh, mis miscarriages of justice. Like, yeah. I hear what you're saying, sister. Yeah, there's there's been a lot of <clears throat> injustice, and we're rebuilding the country. And there's there needs to be a leader who will lead that. And mm -hmm. right now, I don't think there's any candidates that are meeting the expectations. I agree. I definitely agree. Mm -hmm. Like, and if you just say, "Hey, you know," it's sad when you're also saying we got to vote Joe Biden because. If it, it's if Trump wins, this is what we it, that's just awful that we're now at this place in our country, a country that should be celebrating itself off of diversity for its diversity. Mm -hmm. Like and something we I am proud of being an American for is the fact that we live around a lot of different people and we can be around people that can help us, you know, just celebrate being different and learn mm -hmm. different ideas and ways of life and celebrating each other's cultures and learning from them like. But, like, when you think of government, it doesn't look like that. No, 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 not at all. Mm -hmm. America is, I mean, is right in, is a capitalistic country. And anyone mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, you, by default, America is a for-profit country. It is a business. Mm -hmm. While we are the constituents, we are not necessarily the priority. You know, we're priority enough that things will get done that should happen to keep us at the in my opinion, the bare minimum of where we could be as a country. Now, statistically, by 2040, America should be predominantly a POC country, and uh, the white population is, is should be a minority, just by projections and whatnot. So I'm hoping that like with that comes some sort of wave of change. And I agree with you, sister. I feel like we're in a we're in a place of reconstruction, but there's we haven't found the right person to actually navigate that. You know, not to put this in biblical terms because I'm not like necessarily religious, but we haven't found that Moses yet. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Haven't. We haven't found that Moses yet. So we're gonna continuously fight against each other. We're gonna continuously not really align on things until we find someone that's able to unite that. And right now our only options are folks that are necessarily working for profit. Like oppression. Yep. Um, I would say for our generation right now, the best thing we can do is, because we're all at the age where we're having children, starting families, start teaching your children now mm -hmm. what they should be yes. looking for in media and in the government and how it all works so that when they come of age, they can start to become these next group of people that we do want to vote for. And they can really start building change. Um, I mean, at that point for us, because we, we we're already struggling, so... You know, at this point, we're kind of come to an impasse. We kind of just have to wait it out until the next generation is ready to step up and, and make actual change. Yeah, because unfortunately, like the way that we're going about doing it now, and I don't have a problem with act, being an activist in any sort because that's how everything has been done in this country since the founding of it, activism. Mm -hmm. But I do think the direction of it has gone the wrong way. And, you know, just like our trans folks that are a part of our community, and I'm speaking about this because I'm not frightened to, I think instead of screaming and getting upset when people don't celebrate who you are, we need to teach our youth acceptance mm -hmm. and to learn because that's where we have to redirect our energy is towards the young. We cannot teach the old. That's obvious. 
They are set in their ways. There's nothing we can say to them that's going to change their political views. I watch a lot of Trump, like media, and these people don't even know half of the shit they're talking about, <laughs> but they know what they're talking about. <laughs> and it's scary if we're looking to them and just keeping our focus there. But we can do so much, like you said, by just redirecting our attention to the youth, teaching them acceptance and love and the the, the beauty of being different and also celebrating that in a in a united way. Mm -hmm. To me, that's what the American, that's what I would love to see the country look yes. like. But what it feels like in this country, Republican, Democrat, it feels like we are not, this is not a government that works for us. It feels like we are the employees. Yeah. We're giving you our tax dollars so you can fund wars because I don't agree with any war. I don't agree with Israel going over and bombing and torturing and hurting people who have nothing to do with it. Just like I don't agree with Hamas doing it to the other side. I think this is where we should draw the line. If we are a country of peace, we have to draw the line somewhere. Mm -hmm. We can't constantly look towards war. And that's another thing. We This country is very very warmongering and they say we are a peaceful country and i'm saying this from my point of view if you're funding you care and you notice i didn't bring ukraine up because i feel like that's a totally different subject they were attacked by a a, a country that was larger and bigger mm -hmm. who's like oh we just don't care we want to take you we want to annex you but when you go into the Israel and the Hamas thing, and then, you know, Israel retaliates, and they do it well at this point, and then it just keeps going forward to, like, I'm going to wipe you off of the face of the earth. Why would I want to give my money towards something like that? Oh, you're right. I just cannot support it. And that's where I think we as people have to teach our youth so that they can grow up and do better by making the government work back for its people. Or we need to figure out a way to get a third party system going, mm -hmm. you know, because as you both know, as y'all know, in this room, me and Aaron talked about it a while ago. If you come out as an independent candidate and you say, I'm running for president. Well, depending on the state, the Democrats and the Republicans can keep you from the ballot box because you don't have enough money to really to get, get there. there. That's, that's like you said, a capitalistic country. That's an issue that I have with the voting process and how it all works when choosing a president. Mm -hmm. I have liked other standalone, you know, people running Same. in the past. The problem for those people, they never get past a certain point. Yeah. For some reason or another, they have to drop out early or they just didn't get this amount of votes or that or whatever. And I do want to see an independent person win the presidency just once in my lifetime just mm -hmm. for the sake once, of making exactly. things up you somebody know somebody who really speaks our views exactly. just like bernie sanders he was didn't run as an independent he ran as a democrat but because hillary who was who she was they snuffed him out and can i tell you not only does bernie bernie sanders walk he practices what mm -hmm. he preaches oh yes like he definitely there's pictures of him alongside people in the civil rights movement when the, it was at its most tumultuous state like people who would want to be in that but he did that survived that and honestly to me his vision for america is wonderful it is what it needs to be to move it forward but because we're so hoodwinked by capitalism and we're taught that who's going to pay for it who's going to pay for it is anybody asking who's going to pay for it when we send our tax dollars to war? No. Exactly. You know, or, or it's just, I don't think the Democrats or the Republicans right now, to me personally, represent me in the way I want to be represented. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the Democrats for all the good that they do. But, I mean, we have to move past this capitalistic state in order to make this country better. Mm -hmm. We have to keep these big billion-dollar, trillion-dollar donors 
out of politics because they are shifting politics to make money. They keep us fighting. They keep us scared. All of the things to push. Because what do you think fear does? Fear raises gun sales. You know, the Republicans are going to buy guns because they think what you just said mm -hmm. is true. But they are not looking at it the way you're looking at it from a scientific stance. When you say the minorities will be the majority yeah. of the country. They're looking at it as a genocide or yeah. it's like, oh, they're going to take us and they're going to torture our children. And it's when you see political, when you see like people like Donald Trump or any representative pushing that narrative in a country where we all don't agree with it, that's something you need to pay attention to. Exactly. How can we want these people to represent us as a whole if they're not speaking our hearts? So I just think we need to do something with government because I can tell you from my side of it, I'm definitely losing my faith in the system. Well, and the biggest way to do that is getting the newest group of legal constituents who can vote to go vote. Not only to go vote, but you don't have to necessarily maintain a sort of consciousness on the politics but make sure that you're you know popping over to the like government approved website or not well, when i say government but like the um the websites that give you the factual information of what these candidates stand for yeah make sure you're reading the pamphlets that get mailed to you they're not getting mailed to you just you know for any reason it's because there's a lot of people who don't keep up with politics yeah. in this manner so it's a little quick you know one two of like this is what these folks are running for this is what they believe in and if you need to do your research do your, do research. your research you know we just really need to get younger voters out there because right now you have a bunch of older voters that have been doing this for mm -hmm. president after president laws. so it's a mm -hmm. it's a practice it's something yeah. it's it's a privilege that they are used to at this point and it is a privilege that we all have as naturalized citizens here that not everyone takes advantage of and we have to start taking advantage of the way they do it in order to see some at least some genuine change and let me also yeah. acknowledge that some of that lack of voting is due to a lack of accessibility and yes. that also has to be addressed breach honey yeah all that starts and with learning all that mm -hmm. starts with teaching your children what voting is and how to do exactly. it and where to go and preparing them for the time comes, there shouldn't be anything hindering you. There's no amount of propaganda or rhetoric that can keep you from, from if, even if you vote for the wrong person, you can vote, go and vote. Yeah. 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 My mom 100. doesn't vote personally. Like she doesn't, she doesn't believe that her vote counts. Then. True. A lot mm -hmm. of people do believe that in this country. Well, it's not true. Go yeah. vote. <laughs> yeah, people do need to vote if you really want to you know be a part of this experience and, and be a part of the change you have to vote and you can't automatically think that it doesn't work and no shade to anybody who doesn't i understand these representatives don't make us want to be a part of it at oh all my lord you know the republicans are now attacking taylor swift for getting young voters speaking of young voters mm -hmm, to go mm -hmm. out and vote she's already registered i think they said thirty-five thousand people to vote that is a lot of people. And the mm -hmm. Republicans are now calling her music dumb and they're attacking her boyfriend for, uh, I guess he supports getting vaccinated for COVID. And they said, look, vote.org uh, averaged 13 users every half hour they just after made. Swift's post about voting. Mm. That's yeah. why they're actually talking about it on conservative mm -hmm. media now. Yeah. Now, why on hell, in hell's earth, would you attack a Swifty, honey? <laughs> like, well, we paid a baby. Swift. So they they <laughs> want to bully them. See, that's already the tactic they're going for. They're going to bully Taylor and her Swifties out of voting or getting into politics at all because you know we're cutthroat. You guys are bubblegum 
pop princesses. Oh, baby. It's not going to work. The, we're the real deal. No, one but, thing that they're not looking at is that they have never met a true Swifty. Because yeah, when I tell hilarious. you them motherfucker, Oops, so sorry. It's okay. Uh-huh. Okay, when I tell you them fuckers are cutthroat. Yeah, definitely. Oh, they have... They but, think the U.S. government is cutthroat? Meet a Swifty baby. I mean, 35,000 35, is a lot no matter what's going on. I feel like the difference is did Taylor just get people just to sign up to vote, to register to vote? Or did she actively say, go vote for oh, she actively my bestie? Said go vote. And on her documentary. No, I meant oh. who did she say to go vote for? Oh, she didn't she endorse any candidate. Exactly. Who did she endorse? No, she didn't endorse But that's candidate. what conservatives are afraid of. Taylor can go tomorrow and say, vote for Hillary Clinton. Oh, I'm sorry. And they're all, every, all 35,000 of them are going to vote for Hillary Clinton because... Well, they already know. To me, Taylor Swift, and see, this is if I was if I was on her level, you know, just like Beyonce too, I wouldn't have to say who to go vote for. Vote with your heart. Mm-hmm. Vote for the people you see that's gonna keep us keep us going to concerts, and and or vote for the person that who you know, like because Donald Trump comes after Hollywood because he's been kicked out of the society. So of course he says what he says. His people believe it, and now everybody in Hollywood is in a cult, and they they uh they're <laughs> Satanists. And, and Taylor Swift and Beyonce are the queens. Oh, you know, man. I'm just saying like. You know that it's Taylor Swift is a huge threat to politics because even one of them said like if if Trump loses she's gonna be part of the reason why so why attack her or why bring attention to her because she's a Sagittarius I'm telling you something we may not actively and openly get you but we will get you and I can tell you now Taylor Swift's PR team is quite amazing. Um, so good luck, Republicans. I just had the best idea ever. Taylor Swift for president in the next presidential election. <laughs> She's also a Sagittarius. She would not want to be president. Oh, my She's goodness. Yeah, well, she, she got 35,000 votes right there. If we have the power, I'm going to tell you, speaking, I'm a Sagittarius. If I have power, I want it to be like Senator Paplatine in the shadows. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Behind the scenes. So I could do all my dirt in the dark, honey. <laughs> 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 y'all, y'all just vote me into power, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like they did Palpatine. It's but, fine. I'll, I'll run the country. You uh, make all the plans and everything. Not sure, Will. <laughs> but I'm a Swifty. I, uh, I'm letting you know now. The power of Taylor Swift is real. You will not be able to cast her out with all of these. If anything, they're making her concerts a lot better. They're selling a lot more of her merch. Baby, they're doing free advertisement for Can her. Can you imagine the, the Taylor Swift vert, vote shirts that are going to come out through this? Baby, I can't wait for this next album. I hope it's... Oh, you know she's going to say something. He's going to say T-Sweezy for Measy. But you know what? He's never attacked Beyonce, and Beyonce has actively, openly, like, in her music, talked about She said, voting out 45. Yeah, she she made that, and sure, he may not listen to her music, though. Trump. Oh, I'm sure he has, but, like... Every song on every album, I promise you. I, baby, I, the this one makes thing me giggle, but I am Trump is out there dancing to "You Ain't Gonna Break uh, Break My Soul" <laughs> while he's going through these trials and tribulations you in New York. Don't know that Florida, baby, he's on that yacht going. You won't break listen, my soul. That's you his song. Listen, I bet you. you I bet you he listens to Cozy every morning. He wake up. Right. <laughs> because, like I am the baddest in the room. In, right. You pay on my head. But <laughs> in my skin, you pay cozy. off. Die yeah. music. He don't have a toupee and he not orange when he listens. He listened to it in his bathrobe 
minus the toupee. You ever seen Tina Belcher try to like twerk from oh, Bob's Burgers? That is Trump on his yacht, baby. Ew. On his yacht. That is a sight. Ew. But you know what? One of the reasons I feel like Beyonce isn't attacked because if there's one thing we have learned in these last few years, try to attack a successful black woman. Try it. Oh, I know it. Try it. That's another woman with a major PR right. team, exactly. baby. That's what I was trying baby, to say earlier. Shout out to Yvette knows sure. She gonna make sure Beyonce is taken care of. He is. She Yvette sure is, is one of the best publicists out there. She sure is. And I think, you know, just uh, going after celebrities right now anyway is their new game when it comes to Republicans because they know that this next election is the youth. Mm -hmm. And they're frightened because look at all these old ass people making all these laws for people they don't know shit about. That's what you know, I'm looking forward to it. We need another celebrity to run. I think not. I think okay. so. Let's let's just let's let's put this yeah, in perspective. The first time we really had a celebrity as president was Ronald Reagan. True. Okay. Yeah. And let's think about where the country has gone since Ronald Reagan. And he did a lot of damage to the country. The okay. next time we have a big that celebrity president is Donald Trump. And look what he's done. Yeah. And I'm sure we've had like celebrity presidents prior to that, but. We Between did, Ronald we Reagan did. and Donald Trump, let's be real. Yeah. I would rather like fight the hell out of Ronald Reagan if I go to what? hell. Kennedy a celebrity? I think No, he, Kennedy he was the was first president that the presidency became a celebrity occupation. He was the first really young president. Of, mm, because yeah. he was young, gotcha. he was attractive. He was a celebrity because called, of becoming yeah. the president. Yes. Not to mention his wife was absolutely stunning. Yeah, Jackie. Oh, she it's, for sure was a celebrity. Between yeah. the legacy of the Kennedys and then the Onassis's, Jackie's family. Oh, baby, that you might as well put uh, uh, Harry and uh, Meghan Markle on the cover you know, yeah. they're celebrities because of that. Mm. JFK wasn't a celebrity before he became president. Got you. Thank he just you had a legacy behind him. Lady Camille. Well, I, I just, I, I hope they, like, actually pass some laws instead of attacking Taylor Swift. These Republicans, like, do your damn job. Well, I mean, Stop attacking Taylor Swift. Like she said, you need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you made uh, me do. Right. Look what you made me do when Trump loses that election. That's going to be a Joe Biden song. Ooh, look what you made me do. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's time to have some fun, fun, fun. Christmas time is coming. Um, we are now going to talk about some of our favorite things, things we are looking forward to possibly getting for Christmas and some of our guilty pleasures. Uh, I know what I'm looking forward to getting for Christmas that I seem to can't F and get is a PlayStation Portal. I'm oh, so upset. No. Is it sold out? It sold out within seconds. Like as soon as they say we got to restock, as soon as I get online, the shit is gone. Oh. And everybody know I am a huge gamer. This is the one thing that I haven't been able to get to. <laughs> I pay eight hundred dollars for my PlayStation Five, so you know I'm. Sorry. Oh, I was there and with the you. The portal is the VR. <laughs> the portal is the VR setup. The portal for... is like the handheld version. It's like a Switch. It's not okay. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. It's the, not like the Vita. Okay. Yeah, it's just like a remote play, but it has a beautiful big screen and oh my god look at it okay oh, right no i forgot you were looking at this yeah it is marvelous honey i yeah. cannot wait those to are going to be good for you at brunch bitch. you know i've had this shit right Baby, there right under that table <laughs> hooked up to that uh mobile phone hot spot <laughs> during the breaks playing video games i mean i love what are y'all looking forward to giving for christmas Ooh, get i think i already gave mine away i definitely uh on my santa list this year i'm putting some vr goggles i mm. need to get 
my gaming up. Oh, nice. Yes. PlayStation VR goggles. I definitely get those. Or the Samsung. I do like the Samsung ones, too. The uh, Oculus, I think it's called. Oh, it's yeah. not Samsung. I, uh, I had a friend that let me use them. And... That's what is it? Meta. Facebook? Yeah, it's Facebook. It's meta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. The Oculus, I paid, um, what was that? The Walking Dead on there? Oh, yeah. mm. So good, huh? It's so good. Fun. But just a little bit of tech for this holiday season. What about you, Jazzy? I want a car. <laughs> you said, let's get my Mike, car. You said princess. It's about to run down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's what Santa, bring me a car. That's nothing wrong with what it is. Car. I sure hope Camille? Santa's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, baby, all I want for Christmas is a break. Let's oh be honest. My goodness. No, but like. Honestly, like I want to invest more in like my uh, equipment, so like sewing machines, like things like that that I know that I'm going to use. Like, start to actually invest in those. Like, because for the longest time since I've moved up here, I've never actually called any like place home. I've always been like, oh, this is where I'm sleeping, and then home is Chicago. Mm-hmm. But I've actually started investing in my room. I just bought some new furniture, some little oh. drawer spaces. Like, I created a whole new makeup area in my room. So I'm looking forward for Christmas, getting like things that I can actually like create a home in the space where I live. Cause I've never, I literally have never done that. I always, is like the bare minimum. I have a bed, a dresser, the items that I use. And like, that's it. I never really invest in where I stay. Cause my plan was never to be here for this long. Was that a huge shout out to your roommates? That means you're actually comfortable. Exactly. Shout out to Layla and Evan. Yeah, Cause I mean, you comfortable baby. You yeah. stand up job. And that's I mean, good. Evan really got me into it. Cause very home, very handy mandy home improvement type. He's always trying to improve something in the house with his little drill. He's That's like, nice. girl, I got it. <laughs> is Kevin's cat still alive? Evan, I say Kevin. I was about to say is Evan's Evan. cat still alive? Evan has two cats. Okay, is the one that I'm worried about still alive? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you had come over since Evan mo- uh, moved in. No, yeah, yeah, no. They're okay. They still fight. You can ask Zaya. She sleeps over quite often. She sleeps on the couch. Baby, they fight while she's laying right there. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Them cats. And, like, when I tell you, they're like, sometimes I'll get up and they'll be fighting and I'll just close my door. Wow. Y'all just get used to the cats. (laughs) That's Layla and Evan's job. I don't own cats. I know you like they're not my. The only kitty cat I own, I have full control over. Good evening, kitty cat. Kendall. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. That was a good one, honey. That was a good one. Um, I know also, like, you know, what else am I looking for for Christmas? I buy myself so much shit. There's, like, not much. You do. Because you deserve it. Yes, I work hard, honey. And I love clothes, and I love fashion and everything to do with it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, my closet is full. So, if you buy me a gift, please do not buy me any clothes. Bring (laughs) me the receipt. (laughs) I'll take it back. I, do I got know two what else months I want. already. I That's know what I really, really want for Christmas this year and for New Year's is I want a date, a real date, oh, dinner, Jesus. a movie, talk about your life, I'll talk about my life with someone attractive and successful. Now, are you going to be willing to go out of town to find that or are you going to keep diving and swimming in the same? I got to go to a different same. state for a date. Is that what you're telling yeah, me? Yeah, honey, I met if, my, I did meet my do I need another to change state. my grinder pinpoint location? Okay? No, you don't. You just go to the state and mingle. Travel for your job, more. and you meet someone who can afford to come to you too. That makes a difference. So I should start traveling in order to. Meet I me. think you should. Mm-hmm. And what a better time it's, you can do it around Christmas. It's, Have it's you exhausted so your options here? Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, I okay, think so the, the options are exhausted. I think yeah. There you go. I'm with it's you, Mysterio. Bad. 
because tired. Let me, I was in the dating world once here. No shade to Minneapolis. If you're not uh, six packed out and you you don't eat you and know, Caucasian, and you don't eat lettuce and cheese for breakfast and lunch. You might not meet no man, honey, here. Baby, let me tell you, when I travel outside of Minnesota, I am a frequent explorer. When I'm back in Minnesota, I'm a frequent re-offender. Okay, I go to the same people, okay? When I go out to Chicago, when I go to LA, I'm meeting someone new all the time. When I was single, yeah, that was the thing. I had a regular, and that was what I did. Yeah. I had to get rid, I don't want to say all, but I had to get rid of all of my regulars because of personal reasons. No, very. Not just in my life, but in their lives, too. Mm-hmm. I don't want to attract that any t- any more toxicness than I already have on myself. Well, well you know what's beautiful? They're all messed out here, some of them. But what's beautiful oh, for you, Mysterio, yeah. is that you are in the age bracket where you can easily find someone that can afford to travel here to see you. Yeah. They should have they like you. It's easier for you to find someone that has like a stable job that they've been doing for years. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you can date outside your lovely little age pool, but you're gonna find a lot of immature people. Um, That's so true. So my true. age pool, baby. You are say up it. there. You're getting up there. Say it. Oh, okay. Like say it, big brother. I'm okay. in my forties, but you are knocking on its door. Now, I baby. am lower, younger, middle aged. Ooh, is that what we? Call and it that's the number? perfect time to find someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, here I'll put it like this: If I'm so old, I really need to find a real date because I'm sick of hookups and and having FBs all over the place. I yeah. love that for you. I that's would love nice, to though. have someone to call my own and you know what when you get to that point that is when you're going to meet someone because that's mm-hmm. that's the point i had when i met my friend like i was literally like i don't need no man i don't want <laughs> no damn man like yeah i was like seriously yeah when you when when aaron met jasmine same thing like we literally at the bar having that conversation and it's the same thing when i met greg same thing i was talking telling fucking mercedes <laughs> That I don't want no damn man because we were doing some. She wanted me to do this little speed dating thing that I actually did in Palm Springs. That was horrible. One dude was talking about space and me and him being not being from the same celestial planet. And if he have sex with me, I'm gonna fall in love with him, and he ain't ready for that. And I was like, I'm, like, Girl, I'm sorry, we even get there. I'm sorry. Next time, I was gonna make a joke, but until you said that last part, I can't. Even I was like, when did I even bring up sex, honey? I'm sorry. First off, you know if you smell like a distillery to me i'm turned off no i was already turned off i don't care how cute you are i'm sorry please next time you and mercedes go on a trip like this i would love to take Girl, part of this fun i need new yeah. content to write yeah. about oh, oh we'll take you it's in palm springs it's oh palm my springs. lord quite the adventure and i told mysterio like if you really want to meet somebody that's where you palm springs okay. has got a lot speed of dating things. in palm yeah. springs got it mm-hmm. no don't speed <laughs> date <laughs> You get on ground and get lucky. You too old to be speed dating, Mysterio. You might break something. Wow, Camille, (laughs) you are really coming for me over there. Why don't you stay in the 12 and under box, girl? (laughs) That's what you look like. You see, I I would reply to that, but I don't think you really understood what you just said. Yeah. Oh, I know what I just said. I said you look, just because you look baby-faced don't mean that. You don't All look old yourself, that. though. No. Well, y'all are making it very clear that I'm an old but you, man. Your age that you are is, older. Your age has told us that. That's the truth. Use your use your youthful looks as a blessing. Yes, Lord, honey. Yes. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Speaking well, of, it's not uh, giving you any, anything yet. So. Oh, yeah, no. You have to, you would literally, I'm going to tell you something. 
you have to try new things. You cannot swim in the same pool and, and expect different mm-hmm. fish. Right? You're right. You're like, right. that's what my grandma would say, y'all. If you hear me say a lot of these things, these old-time quotes, my great-grandma and my granny had some really good ones, and I'm going to teach y'all some shit. All right. <laughs> Let's teach each other some shit. Any local news? Anything local, local news. you want to talk about? You know, I love talking about my local news shows, upcoming events. Oh, yes. Um, so I know, what is it, Friday the 22nd uh-huh. is the next book show okay. uh, featuring Dragula's Saint uh, and a lot of Ooh. the cast members of Booked over at Saloon. Okay. So that's something that's fun and exciting coming up. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like we're reaching that slow period where a lot of folks are starting to return home. and Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We still have our brunches every weekend. Yeah. Ladies of La Femme at the Gay 90s. Uh. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We got Roxy's. Roxy's, yes. Roxy's yeah. always doing some good stuff over there as well. We got Lush. Oh, yeah. And Lush has the new talent show, Hey Sis. Hey Sis, oh, yes, that's sis. correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They also do bingos and all kinds of stuff over there if you're looking for something to, to do during the week. Um, we got Saloon. We got Hot Pink Hot on Pink Tuesdays and, and Saturdays. Yeah. We have Work on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. We have So You Think You Can Drag at the Gay 90s on Wednesdays. Yes. Oh, it's a lot to do here. Yes. After the new year, I'm doing a show called Roots and Routes. Roots Ooh, and Routes. And it's, Tell us uh, more. It's a, an Asian artistic exploration of identity and heritage is the theme. Mm. And so the cast is Asian descending. Okay. And um, we just want to celebrate the Asian culture and Asian performers. And um, there's going to be food and shops and a raffle. And then a, a short drag show as well. Um, there's an entrance fee of $20. Um, and that's local queens that are going to be in the show. Where is this going to be at? This is at... This is at the Hewing Hotel um, and the Andrews I love the Ballroom Hewing. Hall. I love the Hewing. I got oh, to do... 6 to 11 p.m. That's cool. I got to do a, a Pride event at the Hewing before. They gave us, like, hotel rooms and everything. Me, oh, you. nice. And I definitely forget the other person. It was it was really, really cool. Um, also, like, uh, when it comes to, like, shows here, make sure you support all of the shows. Yes. Please don't discriminate against any one of them. I love drag as a whole. I don't care what show it is. Even at Black Hearts, they have shows over there. Make sure you go on these uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and check out all of your local shows and events, even throughout the week. Celebrate our queerness here in Minneapolis. We need more of that. Mm-hmm. And before we close, you know, I want to hear more from our sponsor, Are you interested in achieving new fitness goals in a fun, inclusive, and queer-owned space? Well, come visit North Strong Gym on Central Avenue in Northeast Minneapolis. This community-focused fitness space provides the most approachable and inclusive CrossFit, lifting, and mobility classes in the Twin Cities. CrossFit may seem scary or unapproachable, but North Strong has scaled workouts for truly every level of athlete. Whether you're looking to get swole or just need to stay active enough to lift your grandkids without getting hurt. Diversity and inclusivity is a key pillar of the North Strong business model. And for us, that means anyone. No matter who you are, what your fitness experience or goals are, there is a place for you here. Owned by local drag queen Dacry Defile, find North Strong on Instagram at NorthStrongMPLS or their website, CrossFitNordEast.com. 
Check it out now and get 20% off the first month or ramp training sessions for listeners of the Lemon Squeeze podcast. Thank you so much for sponsoring us, North Strong. Yes, thank you, North Strong. We love you. And shout thank you again. Yeah, shout out to you, Daiquiri. And thank you again to my new limit. Camille, I love that lemon head. Right. My lemon yeah. heads for listening. Um, we also will be coming out with episodes every single Friday, y'all. So make this a part of your day, your night. Please listen. And thank you if you are listening. Make sure you like, comment, and follow the Lemon Squeeze and become one of my lemon heads. And also, I want to thank you, y'all. Make I really make some cyber noise to my co-hosts. I'm glad that I chose my co-host for a reason. One is younger than me, and the other one is younger than him. So <laughs> I, I like that because you're gonna get like our opinions on a, on a different level. As always, it is time for me to go home and smoke me a nice fat blunt and play Fortnite on my PS5. Mm. And do me a favor, drink your juice, Shelby. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>